0: he met his passion this the Savior freely wield till the cross the Lamb was lifted where his precious blood was spilled. he endured the nails the the vinegar and spear and reed from that whole it suspend, and the King of heavenly beauty on thy bosom gently tend. To the Trinity be glory, everlasting as is meet, equal to the Father, equal to the Son and Paraclete, God the three in one whose praises, all created things repeat. Amen. The order for morning prayer daily throughout the year is found beginning on page one of the Book of Common Prayer. Page 1 of the Book of Common Prayer To the Lord our God belong mercies and forgivenesses. Though we have rebelled against him, neither have we obeyed the voice of the Lord our God to walk in his laws which he set before us. Dearly beloved brethren, the scripture moveth us in sundry places to acknowledge and confess on manifold sins and wickedness, And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil; for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thy lips, and our mouth shall shout forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make a to of us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be. World without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. It. it is an ancient custom to skip the Vanite on Ash Wednesday and Good Friday, so please be seated. The portion of the Psalter appointed for the morning prayer of Good Friday begins with Psalm 22, found on page 385 of the Book of Common Prayer. Page 385. We'll say the psalms in unison. My God, my God, look upon me. Why hast thou forsaken me? And art so far from my health and from the words of my complaint. O my God, I cry in the daytime, but thou hearest not. And in the night season also I take no rest. And thou continuest holy, O thou worship of Israel. Our fathers hoped in thee, they trusted in thee, and thou didst deliver them. They called upon thee and were hoping, they put their trust in thee and were not confounded. But as for me, I am a worm and no man, a very scorn of men and the outcast of the people. All they that see me laugh me to scorn. They shoot out their lips and shake their heads, saying, He trusted in God that he would deliver him. Let him deliver him if he will have him. But thou art he that took me out of my mother's womb. Thou wast my hope when I hang yet upon my mother's breast. I have been left unto thee ever since I was born. Thou art my God, even from my mother's womb. Oh, go not from me, for trouble is hard at hand, and there is none to help me. Many oxen are come about me. Fat bulls of Bashan close me in on every side. They gape upon me with their mouths, as it were a ramping and a roaring lion. I am poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joint. My heart also in the midst of my body is even like melting wax. My strength is dried up like a potter, and my tongue cleaveth to my gums, and thou shalt bring me into the dust of death. For many dogs are come about me, and the counsel of the wicked layeth siege against me. They pierce my hands and my feet, I may tell o my bones, they stand staring and looking upon me. They part my garments among them and cast lots upon my vesture. But be not thou far from me, O Lord. Thou art my succour; haste thee to help me. Deliver my soul from the sword, my darling from the power of the dog. Save me from the lion's mouth. Thou hast heard me also from among the horns of the unicorns. I will declare thy name unto my brethren. In the midst of the congregation will I praise thee. O oh, praise the Lord, ye that fear him. Magnify him, all ye of the seed of Jacob, and fear him, all ye seed of Israel. For he hath not despised nor abhorred the lowest aid of the poor. He hath not hid his face from him, but when he called unto him, he heard him. My praises of thee in the great congregation. My vows will I perform in the sight of them that fear him. The poor shall eat and be satisfied. They that seek after the Lord shall praise him. Your heart shall live forever. All the ends of the world shall remember themselves and be turned unto the Lord, and all the kindreds of the nations shall worship before him. For the kingdom is the Lord's, and he is the governor among the peoples. All such as be fat upon earth have eaten and worshipped. All they that go down into the dust shall kneel before him, and no man hath quickened his own soul. My seed shall serve him, They shall be counted unto the Lord for a generation. They shall come, and the heavens shall declare his righteousness unto a people that shall be born, whom the Lord hath made. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The Psalter continues with Psalm 40. Found on page 412 of the Book of Common Prayer. Page 412. I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined unto me and heard my calling. He brought me also out of the horrible pit, out of the mire and clay, and set my feet upon the rock and ordered my goings and he hath put a new song in my mouth, even a thanksgiving unto our God. Many shall see it and fear, and shall put their trust in the Lord. Blessed is the man that hath set his hope in the Lord, and turn not unto the proud, and as such as go about with lies. O Lord my God, great are the wondrous works which thou hast done, like as be also thy thoughts which are to usward. And yet there is no man that ordereth them unto thee. If I should declare them and speak of them, they should be more than I am able to express. Sacrifice and meat offering thou wouldest not, but mine ears hast thou opened. Burnt offerings and sacrifice for sin hast thou not required. Then said I, Lo, I come. In the volume of the book it is written of me that I should fulfill thy will, O my God. I am content to do it. Yea, thy law is within my heart. I have declared thy righteousness in the great congregation. Lo, I will not refrain my lips, O Lord, and that thou knowest. I have not hid thy righteousness within my heart. My talk hath been of thy truth and of thy salvation. I have not kept back thy loving mercy and truth from the great congregation. Withdraw not thou thy mercy from me, O Lord. Let thy loving kindness and thy truth always preserve me. For innumerable troubles are come about me. My sins have taken such hold upon me that I am not able to look up. Yea, they are more in number than the hairs of my head, and my heart hath failed me. O Lord, let it be thy pleasure to deliver me. Make haste, O Lord, to help me. Let them be ashamed and confounded together that seek after my soul to destroy it. Let them be driven backward and put to rebuke that wish me evil. Let them be desolate and rewarded with shame that say unto me, Fie upon thee, Fie upon thee. Let all those that seek thee be joyful and glad in thee, and let such as love thy salvation say always, The Lord be praised. As for me, I am poor and needy, but the Lord careth for me. Thou art my helper and redeemer. Make no long tarrying, O my God. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The service continues with Psalm 54, found on page 429 of the Book of Common Prayer. Page 429. Save me, O God, for thy name's sake, and avenge me in thy strength. Hear my prayer, O God, and hearken unto the words of my mouth. For strangers are risen up against me, and tyrants which have not God before their eyes seek after my soul. Behold, God is my helper. The Lord is with them that uphold my soul. He shall reward evil unto mine enemies. Destroy thou them in thy truth. An offering of a free heart will I give thee, and praise thy name, O Lord, because it is so comfortable. For he hath delivered me out of all my trouble, and mine eye hath seen his desire upon mine enemies. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 22nd chapter of the first book of Moses called Genesis. And it came to pass after these things, that God did tempt Abraham, and said unto him, Abraham, and he said, Behold, here I am. And he said, Take now thy son, thine only son Isaac, whom thou lovest, and get thee into the land of Moriah, and offer him there for a burnt offering upon one of the mountains which I will tell thee of. And Abraham rose up early in the morning, and saddled his ass, and took two of his young men with him, and Isaac his son, and clave the wood for the burnt offering, and rose up and went unto the place of which God had told him. Then on the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place afar off. And Abraham said unto his young men, Abide ye here with the ass, and I and the lad will go yonder and worship. And come again to you. And Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering, and laid it upon Isaac his son. And he took the fire in his hand and a knife, and they went both of them together. And Isaac spake unto Abraham his father, and said, My father! And he said unto him, Here am I, my son. And he said, Behold the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? And Abraham said, My son, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. So they went, both of them, together. And they came to the place which God had told them of. And Abraham built an altar there, and laid the wood in order, and bound Isaac his son, and laid him on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham stretched forth his hand, and took the knife to slay his son. And the angel of the Lord called unto him out of heaven, and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, Here am I. And he said, Lay not thine hand upon the lamb, neither do thou anything unto him. For now I know that thou fearest God, saying, Thou hast not withheld thy son, thine only son, from me. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, behind him a ram caught in a thicket by his horns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered him up for a burnt offering in the stead of his son. And Abraham called the name of that place, Jehovah-Jireh, as it is said to this day, In the mount of the Lord it shall be seen. And the angel of the Lord called unto Abraham out of heaven the second time, and said, By myself have I sworn, saith the Lord, for because thou hast done this thing, and hast not withheld thy son, thine only son, that in blessing I will bless thee, and in multiplying I will multiply thy seed as the stars of the heaven and as the sand which is upon the seashore. And thy seed shall possess the gate of his enemies. And in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed, because thou hast obeyed my voice. So Abraham returned unto his young men, and they rose up and went together to Beersheba, and Abraham dwelt at Beersheba. They read it the first lesson. Please join me in the Better Dicety on page 8. O oh, all ye works of the Lord, bless ye the Lord. Praise him and magnify him forever. O oh, ye angels of the Lord, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye heavens, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye waters that be above the firmament, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye powers of the Lord, bless ye the Lord. Praise him and magnify him forever. Holy sun and moon, bless ye the Lord. Praise him and magnify him forever. Holy stars of heaven, bless ye the Lord. Praise him and magnify him forever. Holy showers and dew, bless ye the Lord. Praise him and magnify him forever. O ye winds of God, Bless ye the LORD. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye fire and heat, Bless ye the LORD. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye winter and summer, Bless ye the LORD. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye dews and frost, Bless ye the LORD. Praise him and magnify him forever O ye frost and cold bless ye the Lord Praise him and magnify him forever O ye ice and snow bless ye the Lord Praise him and magnify him forever O ye nights and days bless ye the Lord Praise him and magnify him forever. O ye light in darkness, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye lightnings and clouds, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O let the earth bless the Lord. He hailed let it, praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye mountains and hills, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye green things upon the earth, Bless ye the Lord! Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye wells! Bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye season floods! Bless ye the Lord! Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye whales and all that move in the waters, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O all ye fowls of the air, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O all ye beasts and cattle, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye children of man, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O let Israel bless the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye priests of the Lord, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye servants of the Lord, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye spirits and souls of the righteous, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye holy and humble man of heart, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O Ananias, Azarias, and Messiah, bless ye the Lord. Praise him and magnify him forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, the world without end, Amen. Here we begin at the eighteenth chapter of the Gospel according to Saint John. When Jesus had spoken these words, he went forth with his disciples over the brook Kidron. There was a garden, into the which he entered and his disciples, and Judas also, which betrayed him, knew the place, for Jesus oft times resorted thither with his disciples. Judas then having received a band of men and officers from the chief priests and Pharisees, cometh thither with lanterns and torches and weapons. Jesus, therefore, knowing all things that should come upon him, went forth and said unto them, Whom seek ye? They answered him, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus saith unto them, I am he. And Judas also which betrayed him stood with him. As soon then as he had said unto them, I am he, they went backward and fell to the ground. Then asked he them again, Whom seek ye? And they said, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus answered, I have told you that I am he. If therefore ye seek me, let these go their way, that the saying might be fulfilled which ye spake, Of them which thou gavest me have I lost none. Then Simon Peter having a sword, drew it and smote the high priest's servant and cut off his right ear. The servant's name was Malchus. Then said Jesus unto Peter, Put up thy sword into thy sheep. The cup which my father hath given me shall not drink it. Then the band and the captain and officers of the Jews took Jesus and bound him and led him away to Annas first, for he was father-in-law to Caiaphas, which was the high priest that same year. Now Caiaphas was he which gave counsel to the Jews that it was expedient that one man should die for the people. And Simon Peter followed Jesus, and so did another disciple. That disciple was known under the high priest and went in with Jesus into the palace of the high priest. But Peter stood at the door without. Then went out that other disciple, which was known under the high priest, and spake unto her that kept the door, and brought in Peter. Then sat the damsel that kept the door unto Peter, Art not thou also one of this man's disciples? He saith, I am not. And the servants and officers stood there, who had made a fire of coals, for it was cold, and they warmed themselves. And Peter stood with them, and warmed himself. The high priest then asked Jesus of his disciples, and of his doctrine. Jesus answered him, I spake openly to the world, I ever taught in the synagogue and in the temple, whither the Jews always resort, and in secret have I said nothing. Why askest thou me? Ask them which heard me, which I have said unto them. Behold, they know what I said. And when he had thus spoken, one of the officers which stood by struck Jesus with the palm of his hand, saying, Answerest thou the high priest so? Jesus answered him, If I have spoken evil, bear witness of the evil. But if well, why smitest thou me? Now Annas had sent him bound unto Caiaphas the high priest, and Simon Peter stood and warned himself. They said therefore unto him, Art not thou also one of his disciples? He denied it and said, I am not. One of the servants of the high priest, being his kinsman, whose ear Peter cut off, saith, Did not I see thee in the garden with him? Peter then denied again, and immediately the cock grew. Then led they Jesus from Caiaphas unto the hall of judgment, and it was early, and they themselves went not into the judgment hall, lest they should be defiled, but that they might eat the Passover. Pilate then went out unto them and said, What accusation bring ye against this man? They answered and said unto him, If he were not a malfactor, we would not have delivered him up unto thee. Then said Pilate unto them, Take ye him, and judge him according to your law. The Jews therefore said unto him, It is not lawful for us to put any man to death, that the saying of Jesus might be fulfilled, which he spake signifying what death he should die. Then Pilate entered into the judgment hall again, and called Jesus, and said unto him, Art thou the king of the Jews? Jesus answered him, Sayest thou this thing of thyself, or did others tell it thee of me? Pilate answered, Am I a Jew? Thine own nation and the chief priests have delivered thee unto me. What hast thou done? Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then would my servants fight that I should not be delivered to the Jews but now is my kingdom not from hence. Pilate therefore said unto him, Art thou a king then? Jesus answered, Thou sayest that I am a king. To this end was I born, and for this cause came I into the world, that I should bear witness unto the truth. Every one that is of the truth heareth my voice. Pilate saith unto him, What is truth? And when he had said this, He went out again unto the Jews, and sat unto them, I find in him no fault at all. But ye have a custom that I should release unto you one at the Passover. Will ye therefore that I release unto you the king of the Jews? Then cried they all again, saying, Not this man, but Barabbas. Now Barabbas was a robber. He read it, the second lesson. Join me Benedictus on page 11 of the Book of Common Prayer. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for we have visited and redeemed his people, and have raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David. As he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies, and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers, and to remember his holy covenant to perform the oath which he swore to our forefather Abraham, that he would give us that we being delivered out of the hand of our enemies might serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life and thou, child, shall be called the prophet of the highest. For thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people, for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God. Whereby the day spring from on high, have visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to cut our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning is now and ever shall be, world without end common. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and with thy spirit. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us but deliver us from evil. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us, and grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save them that rule, and mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. into thy ministers with righteousness, And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. Because there is none other that fighteth for us, but only thou, O God. O God, make clean our hearts within us and take not thy only Spirit for us. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in all the to whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, and all the salts of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. in 121. of our forefathers, neither take thou vengeance of our sins. Spare us, good Lord, spare thy people whom thou hast redeemed with thy most precious blood, and be not angry with us forever. Spare us, good Lord, from all evil and mischief, from sin, from the crafts and assaults of the devil, from thy wrath and from everlasting damnation. Good Lord, deliver us from all blindness of heart, from crime, vainglory glory, and hypocrisy, from envy, hatred, and malice, and all uncharitableness. Good Lord, deliver us from fornication and all other deadly sin, and from all the deceits of the world, the flesh, and the devil. Good Lord, deliver us From lightning and tempest From plague, pestilence and famine From battle and murder And from sodding death Good Lord, deliver us From all city shim, privy, conspiracy and rebellion From all false doctrine, heresy and schism From hardness of heart And contempt of thy word and commandment Good Lord, deliver us by the mystery of thy holy incarnation, by thy holy nativity and circumcision, by thy baptism, fasting, and temptation. Good Lord, deliver us by thine agony and bloody sweat, by thy cross and passion, by thy precious death and burial, by thy glorious resurrection and ascension and by the coming of the Holy Ghost, good Lord, deliver us. In all time of our tribulation, in all time of our wealth, in the hour of death, and in the day of judgment, good Lord, deliver us. We sinners to beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, and that it may please Thee to rule and govern Thy Holy Church universal in the right way. We beseech Thee to hear us, good Lord, that it may please Thee to rule the heart of Thy servant, the President of the United States, and all others in authority, that under them we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord, that it may please thee to be their defender and keeper. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord, that it may please thee to endure the legislature and the ministers of state with grace, wisdom, and understanding. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord, That it may please Thee to bless and keep the judges and magistrates, giving them grace to execute justice and to maintain truth. We beseech Thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please Thee to illuminate all bishops, priests and deacons with true knowledge and understanding of Thy Word and that both by their preaching and living they may set it forth and show it accordingly. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord, that it may please thee to bless and keep all thy people. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord, that it may please thee to give to all nations unity, peace, and concord, we beseech thee to hear us, good Lord, that it may please thee to give us a heart to love and dread thee, and gently to live after thy commandments. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord, that it may please thee to give to all thy people increase of grace, to hear meekly thy word, and to receive it with pure affection, and to bring forth the fruits of the Spirit. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord, that it may please thee to bring into the way of truth all such as have heard and are deceived. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord, that it may please thee to strengthen such as to stand and to comfort and help the weak-hearted, and to raise up those who fall, and finally to beat down Satan under our feet. We beseech Thee to hear us, good Lord, that it may please Thee to succor, help, and comfort all who are in danger, necessity, and tribulation. We beseech Thee to hear us, good Lord, that it may please Thee to preserve who who travel by land, by water, or by air, all women laboring with child, all sick persons and young children, and to show Thy pity upon all prisoners and captives. We beseech Thee to hear us, good Lord, that it may please Thee to defend and provide for the fatherless children and widows, and all who are desolate and oppressed, We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord, that it may please thee to have mercy upon all men. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord, that it may please thee to forgive our enemies, persecutors and slanderers, and to turn their hearts we beseech Thee to hear us, good Lord, that it may please Thee to give and preserve to our use the kindly fruits of the earth, so that in due time we may enjoy them. We beseech Thee to hear us, good Lord, that it may please Thee to give us true repentance, to forgive us all our sins, negligences, and ignorances, and who with the grace of thy Holy Spirit to amend our lives according to thy holy word. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. Son of God, we beseech thee to hear us. Son of God, we beseech thee to hear us. O Lamb of God, that takest away the sins of the world, Grant us thy peace. O Lamb of God, that takest away the sins of the world, have mercy upon us. O Christ, hear us. O Christ, hear us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Amen. O Lord, deal not with us after our sins, neither reward us after our iniquities. Let us pray. O oh God, merciful Father, who despiseth not the sign of a contrite heart, nor the desire of such as are sorrowful, mercifully assist our prayers that we make before Thee in all our troubles and adversities, whensoever they oppress us, and graciously hear us, that those evils which the craft and subtlety of the devil or man worketh against us be brought to naught and by the providence of thy goodness they may be dispersed, that we thy servants, being hurt by no persecutions, may evermore give thanks unto thee and thy holy church, through Jesus Christ our Lord. O Lord, arise, help us, and deliver us for thy name's sake. O God, we have heard with our ears, and our fathers have declared unto us the noble works that Thou didst in their days, and in the old time before them. O Lord, arise, help us, and deliver us for Thine honour. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. From our enemies defend us, O Christ. Graciously look upon our afflictions. Pitifully behold the sorrows of our hearts. Mercifully forgive the sins of thy people. Favorably with mercy hear our prayers. O Son of David, have mercy upon us. Both now and ever, vouchsafe to hear us, O Christ. Graciously hear us, O Christ. Graciously hear us, O Lord Christ. O Lord, let thy mercy be shown upon us. As we do put our trust in thee. Let us pray. We humbly beseech thee, O Father, and mercifully to look upon our infirmities, and for the glory of thy name, turn from us all those evils that we most justly have deserved, and grant that in all thy troubles we may put our whole trust and confidence in thy mercy, and evermore serve thee in holiness and pureness of living to thy honor and glory, through our only mediator and advocate, Jesus Christ our Lord. grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Please join me in hymn One hundred and twelve. My oath to share death's cry with thee for my sake. strife to me thine arms extended upon the cross of life Amen The Order of the Holy Communion is found beginning on page 242 the Book of Common Prayer page 242 Almighty God, unto whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hid, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of thy Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love thee and worthily magnify thy holy name, through Christ our Lord. Amen. God spake these words and said, I am the Lord thy God, thou shalt have none other gods but me. Lord Thou shalt not make to thyself any graven image, nor the likeness of anything that is in heaven above, or in the earth beneath, or in the water under the earth. Thou shalt not bow down to them, nor worship them. For I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God, and visit the sins of the fathers upon the children, unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me, and show mercy unto thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. Lord, have mercy upon us, and incline our hearts to keep this law. Remember that thou keep holy the Sabbath day. Six days shalt thou labor and do all that thou hast to do, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it thou shalt do no manner of work. Thou and thy son and thy daughter, Thy manservant and thy maidservant, thy cattle, and the stranger that is within thy gates. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the seventh day and hallowed it. Lord, have mercy upon us, and incline our hearts to keep this law. Honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Thou shalt do no murder. Lord, have mercy upon us, and incline our hearts to keep this law. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Lord, have mercy upon us, and incline our hearts to keep this law. Thou shalt not steal. Lord, have mercy upon us, and incline our hearts to keep this law. Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife, nor his servant, nor his maid, nor his ox, nor his ass, nor anything that is his. Lord, have mercy upon us, and write all these thy laws in our hearts, we beseech thee. Let us pray. O Lord our governor, whose glory is in all the world, we commend this nation to thy merciful care, that being guided by thy providence, we may dwell secure in thy peace. Grant to the President of the United States and to all in authority both wisdom and strength to know and to do thy will. Fill them with the love of truth and righteousness and make them ever mindful of their calling to serve this people in thy fear. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost, one God, world without end. Amen. The College Epistle and Gospel, appointed for Good Friday are found beginning on page 127 of the Book of Common Prayer. Page 127. Let us pray. Almighty God, we beseech thee graciously to behold this thy family, for which our Lord Jesus Christ was contented to be betrayed and given up into the hands of wicked men, and to suffer death upon the cross, who now liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost, ever one God, world without end. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, by whose Spirit the whole body of the Church is governed and sanctified, receive our supplications and prayers which we offer before thee for all thy holy Church, that every member of the same, in his vocation and ministry, may truly and godly serve thee, through our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. O merciful God, who hast made all men, and hatest nothing that thou hast made, nor desirest the death of a sinner, but rather that he should be converted and live, have mercy upon all who know thee not as thou art revealed in the gospel of thy Son. Take from them all ignorance, hardness of heart, and contempt of thy word, and so fetch them home, blessed Lord, to thy flock, that we may all be gathered into one fold under one shepherd. Jesus Christ, our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Spirit, one God, world without end. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who hatest nothing that thou hast made, and dost forgive the sins of all those who are penitent, create and make in us new and contrite hearts, that we, worthily lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain of thee, the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. You may be seated. The epistle is written in the 10th chapter of Hebrews, beginning at the first verse. The law, having a shadow of good things to come, and not the very image of the things, can never with those sacrifices which they offered year by year continually make the comers thereunto perfect. For then will they not have ceased to be offered, because that the worshippers, once purged, should have had no more conscience of sins. But in those sacrifices there is a remembrance again made of sins every year, for it is not possible that the blood of bulls and of goats should take away sins. Wherefore, when he cometh into the world, he saith, Sacrifice and offering thou wouldest not, but a body hast thou prepared me." In burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin thou hast had no pleasure. Then said I, Lo, I come, in the volume of the book it is written of me, To do thy will, O God. Above, when he said, Sacrifice and offering and burnt offerings and offering for sin thou wouldest not, neither hast pleasure therein, which are offered by the law. Then said he, Lo, I come to do thy will, O God he taketh away the first, that he may establish the second. By the which will, we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. And every priest standeth daily ministering and offering oftentimes the same sacrifices which can never take away sins. But this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down on the right hand of God, from henceforth expecting till his enemies be made his footstool. For by one offering he hath perfected forever them that are sanctified. Whereof the Holy Ghost also is a witness to us. For after that he had said before, This is the covenant that I will make with them after those days, saith the Lord. I will put my laws into their hearts, and in their minds will I write them. And their sins and iniquities will i remember no more now where remission of these is there is no more offering for sin having therefore brethren boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of jesus by a new and living way which he hath consecrated for us through the veil that is to say his flesh and having an high priest over the house of god Let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another and so much the more, as ye see the day approaching. They remnant the epistle. Please stand for the gospel. The holy gospel is written in the nineteenth chapter of Saint John, beginning at the first verse. Pilate therefore took Jesus and scourged him, and the soldiers plaited a crown of thorns and put it on his head, and they put on him a purple robe and said, "Hail, King of the Jews!" And they smote him with their hands. Pilate therefore went forth again and said unto them, Behold, I bring him forth to you, that ye may know that I find no fault in him. Then came Jesus forth, wearing the crown of thorns and the purple robe. And Pilate saith unto him, Behold the man. When the chief priests therefore and officers saw him, they cried out, saying, Crucify him, crucify him. Pilate sat unto them, Take ye him and crucify him for I find no fault in him. The Jews answered him, We have a law, and by our law he ought to die, because he made himself the Son of God. When Pilate therefore heard that saying, he was the more afraid, and went again into the judgment hall, and sat unto Jesus, Whence art thou? But Jesus gave him no answer. Then said Pilate unto him, Speakest thou not unto me? Knowest thou not? that I have power to crucify thee and have power to release thee. Jesus answered, Thou couldest have no power at all against me, except it were given thee from above. Therefore he that delivered me unto thee hath the greater sin. And from thenceforth Pilate sought to release him. But the Jews cried out, saying, If thou let this man go, thou art not Caesar's friend. Whosoever maketh himself a king speaketh against Caesar. When Pilate thereof heard that saying, he brought Jesus forth and sat down in the judgment seat in a place that is called the pavement, but in Hebrew Gabbatha. and it was the preparation of the Passover, and about the sixth hour, and he saith unto the Jews, Behold your king. But they cried out, Away with him, away with him, crucify him. Pilate sat unto them, Shall I crucify your king? The chief priests answered, We have no king but Caesar. Then delivered he him therefore unto them to be crucified, and they took Jesus and led him away. And he, bearing his cross, went forth into a place called the place of a skull, which is called in Hebrew Gogotha, where they crucified him and two others with him, on either side, one, and Jesus in the midst. And Pilate wrote a title and put it on the cross, and the writing was, Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. This title then read many of the Jews, for the place where Jesus was crucified was nigh to the city, and it was written in Hebrew and Greek and Latin. Then said the chief priests of the Jews to Pilate, Write not the King of the Jews, but that he said, I am King of the Jews. Pilate answered, what I have written, I have written. Then the soldiers, when they had crucified Jesus, took his garments and made four parts, to every soldier a part, and also his coat. Now the coat was without seam, woven from the top throughout. They said therefore among themselves, Let us not rend it, but cast lots for it, whose it shall be, that the scripture might be fulfilled with itself. They parted my raiment among them, and for my vesture they did cast lots. These things, therefore, the soldiers did. Now there stood by the cross of Jesus his mother and his mother's sister, Mary the wife of Cophis, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus, therefore, saw his mother and his disciples standing by whom he loved, he sat unto his mother, Woman, behold thy son. Then saith he to the disciple, Behold thy mother. And from that hour, that disciple took her unto his own home. After this, Jesus, knowing that all things were now accomplished, that the scripture might be fulfilled, saith, I thirst. Now there was set a vessel full of vinegar, and they filled a sponge with vinegar, and put it upon hyssop, and put it to his mouth. When Jesus therefore received the vinegar, he said, It is finished. And he bowed his head, and gave up the ghost. The Jews, therefore, because it was the preparation, that the bodies should not remain upon the cross on the Sabbath day, for that Sabbath day was in hiding, besought Pilate that their legs might be broken, and that they might be taken away. Then came the soldiers and brake the legs of the first and of the other which was crucified with him. But when they came to Jesus and saw that he was dead already, they brake not his legs. But one of the soldiers with a spear pierced his side, and forthwith came there out blood and water, and he that saw it bear record, and his record is true, and he knoweth that he saith true, that ye might believe. For these things were done that scripture should be fulfilled, a bone of him shall not be broken. And again another scripture saith, they shall look on him whom they pierced. Please join me in the Nicene Creed on page 246. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, And the third day he rose again according to the Scriptures, and ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of the Father. And he shall come again with glory to judge both the quick and the dead, whose kingdom shall have no end. And I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Lord and Giver of life, who proceedeth from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who spake by the prophets. And I believe one Catholic and Apostolic Church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Please join me in hymn 414. My faith looks up to Thee, Thou Lamb of Calvary, Savior divine. Now hear me while I pray, Take all my guilt away, Hold at me from this day, be holy thine. May thy rich grace impart strength to my painting art, my zeal inspire, As thou hast died for me, O to thee, thee, O man, changeless be a living fire. While life's dark maze I tread, and griefs around me spread, be thou my guide, be Darkness and to day, wife, sorrow, tears away, no, let me ever stray from thee sight. When ends life's transient dream, when death's cold, solemn stream, Shallow me, rope, bless Savior that in love fear and distrust remove. Oh, bear me safe above a ransom sold. in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen. Almighty God, we beseech thee graciously to behold this thy family, which our Lord Jesus Christ was contented to be betrayed and given up into the hands of wicked men and to suffer death upon the cross, who now liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost ever, one God, world without end. Amen. The first call in our solemn meditations, as we consider today, with our whole hearts, our souls, and our bodies, how nailed to a cross, our Savior Jesus Christ suffered and died for us, how by his stripes we are healed. Our appreciation of both how wonderful and how terrible this crucifixion is can be greatly aided by our consideration of just two words in the ancient prayer that serves as the prayer books first call it for Good Friday. These two words, which ought to captivate us and hold our attention, are the word family and the word contented. Family and contented. This ancient prayer, or the oldest version of it we have in writing, was originally written 1,500 years ago in Latin, and so family is used here not to mean or to mean much more than a mom or a dad or kids, much more than the same sort of subjective feeling that in the church, when we are together, we are like one big, happy family. There's no sense here of that, what people mean when they say something like, so-and-so is like a brother or a sister to me. We shouldn't make light of this feeling, True good things that make life livable. I am, however, seeking to demonstrate that something even bigger and more profound is meant here. Something of sufficient seriousness and reality to make sense out of the fact that the most intimate and meaningful human relationships that exist are established in the blood of a single crucified man and are, first of all, the enlargement of a divine relation between an eternal father and an eternal son family here in the old latin it really means in the sense of a householder of what was once called a paterfamilias, familias the father of the family a head of a family who loves and governs the members of his family a family that belongs to him alone that No one else has any right to rule or define. The father alone decides who are the members of his family, wherever they came from, whether they were born into the family or adopted, whether they were born as kings and queens or as slaves of slaves. All the members of the family are his. He loves them all, and all of them depend on him for the necessities of life, for life itself. The particular family in question, then, has no beginning, because God the Father is eternally the Father of the Son, because God the Son is eternally the only begotten of the Father, and because God the Holy Ghost proceeds eternally from the Father and the Son. No beginning. Every other family we have ever known, or will ever know, is but a pale imitation of this eternal family. God the Father's household, moreover, is eternally perfect, eternally good, and eternally loving. It cannot be improved, or be made better, or be mere loving in any way. It is love. But, for the sake of sharing life and love, because life and love are so very good, God the Father does make his family bigger. From eternity, God the Father determines to be the father of many children created in his own image and likeness. He promises Abraham in today's first Old Testament lesson that he will be the father of children more numerous than the stars of the heavens or the grains of sand on the seashore. And these children will be God's children too. From eternity, God the Son determines to take on the flesh of these human creatures in His Father's image, so that they can become more than creatures and be made true members of the Father's family, just as truly as He is. Of course, from eternity, God the Holy Ghost determines to make His dwelling in those human creatures where the blood of the Son has washed them clean and when the grace of the Father has adopted them to be his own sons and daughters forever. And so the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost do not determine these things apart from one another, sort of like a committee that gets together and decides the fate of the world. We all know nothing good comes out of committees. But they determine them as the united, unified will of the undivided, indivisible, and blessed Trinity. Perfection. The Father Almighty chooses who will be made a member of this family and an heir of eternal life. That's what it means to be the Father. And the one criterion that He establishes for entrance into this household is the blood of the eternal Son made man, who in His divinity is neither a creature nor adopted, but begotten eternally before all worlds. And that Son made flesh. The prince of the household of God is Jesus Christ. We enter the family of God by faith through grace in the blood of Jesus Christ crucified, but we do not enter the family of God at all. The cross of Christ establishes the identity of God's family. And because this is so, we mark our children, ourselves and our children, with this cross, so that they will know that God is their eternal Father. It is the cross and nothing else in this world that allows us to pray in absolute truth, our Father, who art in heaven. Now, from time to time, someone tries to uh, get around the cross as too gruesome or too embarrassing not spiritual enough, claiming that there exists something called uh, the universal fatherhood of God and the universal brotherhood of man. That sounds nice. That sounds lovely. But there is no such thing. There just isn't. All human beings are very much creatures of God. But only those who come to the Father through the blood of Jesus Christ are the true children of the Father. St. Paul explains that the fatherhood of God is supernatural and beyond our grasp in today's epistle when he writes, For it is not possible that the blood of bulls and goats should take away sins. Not possible. These bulls and goats, moreover, they're more than just animals. They represent all those things in the world that belong to us. Nothing earthly, not even a birth certificate, is enough to make us the children of God. Certainly not the way most people talk about it. Like, well, my grandmother used to go to church, so I guess that means I'm, I'm a Christian, and a member of God's church. That's not how any of this works. Only the father of the family can make children for himself. That's what it means to be a part of a millions. And he does this in only one way. As St. Paul explains further, he writes, By the which will, the will of the Father, we are sanctified to the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 10. The body and blood of Jesus Christ are physical and real, and truly a part of this world, but the power of that body and blood exceeds the capacity of the whole world to contain it. And that blood seals on earth what is sealed eternally in heaven. Our adoption by our heavenly Father, our salvation in Jesus Christ and our place in the kingdom of God. Nor, frankly, can we choose to die ourselves even sacrifice ourselves for our own salvation or to seal ourselves as the children of God. This goes against the grain of us, I think. There has to be some way, some waiter I can talk to or some manager that I can speak with who will get me in the front of the line. There's, There's nothing like that here. In today's Old Testament lesson, the door is closed to this avenue forever. It's amazing how many religions at the end of the day fall back to, we're just going to sacrifice our children. Why? Because it's the most precious thing you have. right? Um, one of the more horrifying gods of the Aztecs was one that required that you sacrifice children so it would rain more. And the trick was, the more tears of the child, the more rain you would get. So you can imagine what this would lead to in their worship. That's everywhere. Because again, we face a demonic, demonic enemy who's everywhere. But what we have beautifully here is the Bible telling us no. And frankly, it's not enough. It's not enough. It's not enough to sacrifice the thing you love the most. That isn't enough to bridge the chasm between our sin and salvation. Abraham today is called to sacrifice his beloved son Isaac. And Abraham prepares to obey. It's it's an incredible story. Knowing by faith that God will not take his son and heir from him. He tells the men who come with him, Wait here, and the boy and I will come yonder. Isaac says as they climb up the Mount of Sacrifice, the mountains of Moriah, the same place where the hill known as Calvary would one day be found. Matter of fact, in the old Jewish tradition, uh, Isaac is supposed to be 33 years old. Fascinating bit of that. But he says to his father, My father, behold the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? And Abraham speaks prophetically for his son and for all the children of God called to life in God's family by Christ's blood. He says, My son, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. So they went both of them together. Almost 4,000 years later, we cling to the sacrifice of the cross as the family of God, as those called to him, beckoned to him, or we go nowhere at all. Nowhere in this world and nowhere in the world to come. No matter how much we struggle or labor. And Jesus Christ, he must be with us as we go. We must have the land provided by the Father, by the family and for the family. For us all, whose sacrifice has given us a Father, whose resurrection has given us eternal hope. And so, we come, as promised, to the word contented, that second word in our call for the day, contented, because we need to understand what it means that Jesus Christ was contented to be betrayed and given up into the hands of wicked men and to suffer death on the cross. The English version of this prayer, quite rightly, uh, stresses Jesus Christ's love for the Father, whom he glorifies by his death, and whose life-giving purposes he is contented and pleased to fulfill by giving his own life for the sins of the world. We see that in this self-sacrifice, the pattern of love itself, Christ is a model of a loving and dutiful Son, the model of what we should be in relation to our Father in heaven with the necessary help of his grace. A look at the old Latin version of the prayer I mentioned earlier, that 1500 year old version. It adds a beautiful shade of meaning that is also completely true. The Latin says that our Lord did not hesitate, did not hold back, did not waver in suffering betrayal and death for us because he loves us himself absolutely. And because that love is our connection to His Father, the bridge between heaven and earth, God and man. It isn't the thing we love the most that we sacrifice. It's the thing the Father loves the most, that bridges that gap. On the cross, then, the very last thing our Lord Jesus Christ says before He dies is this. It is finished. It is finished an incredible series of words. It is finished. And if it is finished, which it most certainly is, then the blood is shed. The love is revealed. Sin is erased. Satan is defeated. And the family of God is enlarged. Enlarged. To include all the faithful in the household of the Father. It is finished. And we belong to this household or not trusting in the blood of Jesus Christ or not. But, if we are of this family, this eternal family, then we must live as members of this family. Because as we do, we honor our Father in heaven, and we honor the blood shed for us by Christ today. We must be contented with whatever we have or whatever comes knowing that our Father in Heaven has a purpose for us. We must not waver. We must not hold back in loving and obeying, because now we are safe and loved in an eternal family, by an eternal Father, and saved by an eternal Lord. It is our special privilege to be in that family. There's nothing, no demon, no fire, no terrorist, no anything that can take that from us. To be in that family is to be loved forever. And to be loved forever by God is to have everything we will ever need. It is to be able to look at the cross, the very weapon of our enemy, and see in it nothing but victory. One reason we call today Good Friday. Out of the horror, most horrible way our enemy could think to defeat the king, true king of this world come nothing but salvation and grace and love. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. Please join me in hymn 407. Hymn 407. Beneath the cross of Jesus, I think would take my stand. The shadow of a mighty rock within a weary land, a home within the wilderness, a rest upon the way. From the burning of the noontying heat and the burden of the day. Upon the cross of Jesus mine eyes at times can see the very dying form of one who suffered there for me and from my smitten heart with tears to wonders I confess, the wonders of redeeming love and mine unworthlessness. I take across thy shadow for mine abiding place, I ask no other sunshine Than the sunshine of His face. Content to let the world go by, To know no gain nor loss. My sin for self, my only shame, my glory, all oh the cross. Amen. You may be seated. We continue on page 250 of the Book of Common Prayer. Let us pray for the whole state of Christ Church militant here on earth. Page 250 of the Book of Common Prayer. Almighty and ever living God, who by thy holy apostle has taught us to make prayers and supplications and to give thanks for all men, we humbly beseech thee most mercifully to receive these our prayers, which we offer unto thy divine majesty beseeching thee to inspire continually the universal Church with the spirit of truth, unity, and concord, and grant that all those who do confess thy holy name may agree in the truth of thy holy word and live in unity and godly love. We beseech thee also so to direct and dispose the hearts of all Christian rulers, that they may truly and impartially administer justice to the punishment of wickedness and vice, and to the maintenance of thy true religion and virtue. Give grace, O Heavenly Father, to all bishops and pastors, especially Peter, our bishop ordinary, that they may both by their life and doctrine set forth thy true and lively word, and rightly and duly administer thy holy sacraments. And to all thy people give thy heavenly grace, and especially to this congregation here present, that with me cart and due reverence they may hear and receive thy holy word, truly serving thee in holiness and righteousness all the days of their life. And we most humbly beseech thee of thy goodness, O Lord, to comfort and succour all those who in this transitory life are in trouble, sorrow, need, sickness, or any other adversity, especially those for whom our prayers are desired. And may also bless thy holy name, for all thy servants departed this life in thy faith and fear, beseeching thee to give us grace so to follow their good examples, that with them we may be partakers of thy heavenly kingdom. Grant this, O oh Father, for Jesus Christ's sake, our only mediator and advocate. Amen. The exhortation is found on page 255 of the Book of Common Prayer. Dearly beloved in the Lord, ye that to that come to the Holy Communion of the body and blood of our Saviour Christ must consider how St. Paul exhorteth all persons diligently to prove and examine themselves before they presume to eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For as the benefit is great, if with a true penitent heart and lively faith we receive that holy sacrament, for then we spiritually eat the flesh of Christ and drink his blood. Then we dwell in Christ and Christ in us. We are one with Christ and Christ with us. So is the danger great if we receive the same unworthily. For then we are guilty of the body and blood of Christ our Savior. We eat and drink our own condemnation, not considering the Lord's body. We kindle God's wrath against us. We provoke him to plague us with diverse diseases and sundry kinds of death. Judge therefore yourselves, brethren, that ye be not judged by the Lord. Repent you truly for your sins past. Have a lively and steadfast faith in Christ our Savior. Amend your lives, and be in perfect charity with all men. So shall ye be meet partakers of those holy mysteries. And above all things, ye must give most humble and hearty thanks to God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost for the redemption of the world by the death and passion of our Savior Christ, both God and man, who did humble himself even to the death upon the cross for us miserable sinners, who lay in darkness and the shadow of death, that he might make us the children of God and exalt us to everlasting life, and to the end that we should always remember the exceeding great love of our Master and only Savior Jesus Christ, thus dying for us, and the innumerable benefits which by His precious blood shedding He hath obtained for us. He hath instituted and ordained holy mysteries as pledges of His love and for a continual remembrance of His death to our great and endless comfort. To Him, therefore, with the Father and the Holy Ghost, let us give as we are most bound in continual thanks, submitting ourselves wholly to His holy will and pleasure and studying to serve Him in true holiness and righteousness all the days of our life. Additionally, all who are baptized and received communion in their home parishes are welcome to receive here as a gift. Any who would like to stay in their seat and receive there, please let me know before the end of communion and I will come to you. Ye who do truly and earnestly repent of your sins and are loving charity with your neighbors and intend to lead a new life following the commandments of God, and walking from henceforth in his holy ways, draw near with faith, and take this holy sacrament to your comfort, and make your humble confession to Almighty God, meekly kneeling upon your knees. Almighty God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, maker of all things, judge of all men, We acknowledge and bewail our manifold sins and wickedness, which we from time to time most grievously have committed by thought, word, and deed against Thy divine majesty, provoking most justly Thy wrath and indignation against us. We do earnestly repent and are heartily sorry for these our misdoings. The remembrance of them is grievous unto us, The burden of them is intolerable. Have mercy upon us. Have mercy upon us, most merciful Father. For thy Son, our Lord Jesus Christ's sake, forgive us all that is past, and grant that we may ever hereafter serve and please thee in newness of life to the honor and glory of thy name. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, who with his great mercy hath promised forgiveness of sins to all those who with hearty repentance and true faith turn unto him, have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and bring you to everlasting life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Hear but comfortable words our Savior Christ hath unto all who truly turn to him. Come unto me, all ye that travail and are heavy laden, and I will refresh you. So God loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, to the end that all that believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Here also it St. Paul saith, This is a true saying, and worthy of all men to be received, that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. Here also it St. John saith, If any man sin. We have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous, and he is the propitiation for our sins. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up unto the Lord. Let us give thanks unto our Lord God. It is meet and right to do. It is very meet, right, and our bound in duty that we should at all times and in all places give thanks unto thee, O Lord, Holy Father, almighty, everlasting God, Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify thy glorious name, evermore praising thee and saying, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of thy glory. Glory be to thee, O Lord, most high. Amen. We continue on page 261. We do not presume to come to this thy table, O merciful Lord, trusting in our own righteousness, but in thy manifold and great mercies. We are not worthy so much as to gather up the crumbs under thy table. But thou art the same, Lord, whose property is always to have mercy. Grant us, therefore, gracious Lord, so to eat the flesh of thy dear Son, Jesus Christ, and to drink his blood, that our sinful bodies may be made clean by his body, and our souls washed through his most precious blood, and that we may evermore dwell in him and he in us. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, who of thy tender mercy didst give thine only Son, Jesus Christ, to suffer death upon the cross for our redemption, who made there, by his one oblation of himself once offered, a full, perfect, and sufficient sacrifice, oblation and satisfaction for the sins of the whole world, and it institute, and in his holy gospel, command us to continue a perpetual memory of that his precious death until his coming again. Hear us, O merciful Father, we most humbly beseech thee, and grant that we, receiving these Thy creatures of bread and wine, according to thy Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ's holy institution, in remembrance of his death and passion, may be partakers of his most blessed body and blood, whom the same night that he was betrayed took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Likewise, after supper, he took the cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of this, for this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for you and for many for the remission of sins. Do this as oft as ye shall drink it, in remembrance of me. Please join me in the Lord's Prayer on page 264. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. On earth as it is in heaven, give us this day our daily bread. O Lord and Heavenly Father, we thy humble servants entirely desire thy fatherly goodness, mercifully to accept this our sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving, most humbly beseeching thee to grant that by the merits and death of thy Son Jesus Christ and through faith in his blood, we and all thy whole church may obtain remission of our sins and of other benefits of his passion. And here we offer and present unto thee, O Lord, ourselves, our souls and bodies, to be a reasonable, holy and lively sacrifice unto thee, humbly beseeching thee, that all we who are partakers of this holy communion may be fulfilled with thy grace and heavenly benediction. And although we are unworthy through our manifold sins to offer unto thee any sacrifice, yet we beseech thee to accept this our bounden duty and service, not weighing our merits, but pardoning our offences. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, by whom and with whom, in the unity of the Holy Ghost, all honor and glory be unto thee, O Father Almighty, world without end. Amen. Glory be to God on high, and on earth peace God will towards man. We praise thee, we bless thee, we worship thee we glorify Thee, we give thanks to Thee for Thy great glory. O Lord God, heavenly King, God the Father Almighty, O Lord, the only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, O Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, that takest away the sins of the world, have mercy upon us. Thou that takest away the sins of the world, have mercy upon us. Thou that takest away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. Thou that sittest at the right hand of God the Father, have mercy upon us. For Thou only art holy, Thou only art the Lord. Thou only, O Christ, with the Holy Ghost. Heart most high in the glory of God the Father. Amen. The peace of God, which passeth all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God, and of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, be amongst you and remain with you always. Please draw me in Hymn 401, Hymn 401. When I survey the wondrous cross, on which the Prince of Glory died. My riches gain I can't but loss, and poor contempt on all my pride. Forbid it, Lord, that I should bow Save in the cross of Christ my God. All the things that charm me most, I sacrifice them to his blood. See from his head, his hand, His feet sorrow and love flung the gown. Did such love and sorrow meet? Or thorns compose so rich a crown? That word, an offering far too small. Love so amazing, so divine, demands my soul, my life, my all. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> Please join me in the first two verses of Hymn 415. First two verses of Hymn 415. The Lord of the Evening Prayer, daily throughout the year, is found beginning on page 17 of the Book of Common Prayer. The sacrifices of God are of broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart of God thou wilt not despise. Dearly beloved brethren, the scripture moveth us in sundry places to acknowledge and confess our manifold sins and wickedness, and that we should not dissemble nor cloak them before the face of Almighty God, our Heavenly Father but confess them with a humble, lowly, and penitent and obedient heart to the end that we may obtain forgiveness of the same by his infinite goodness and mercy. And although we ought at all times humbly to acknowledge our sins before God, it ought be most chiefly so to do when we assemble and meet together to render thanks for the great benefits that we have received at his hands, to set forth his most worthy praise, to hear his most holy word, and who ask those things which are requisite and necessary, as well for the body as the soul. Wherefore I pray and beseech you, as many as are here present, to accompany me with a pure heart and humble voice, under the throne of the heavenly grace, sing after me. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have heard and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. but rather that he may turn from his wickedness and live, and hath given power and commandment to his ministers to declare and pronounce to his people, being penitent, the absolution and remission of their sins. He pardoneth, and absolveth all those who truly repent and unfeignedly believe his holy gospel. Wherefore, let us beseech him to grant us true repentance and his holy spirit, that those things may please him which we do with this presence, and that the rest of our life, hereafter may be pure and holy, so that at the last we may come to his eternal joy. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall shout forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us, O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end, Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. You may be seated. The boss of the Psalter appointed for the evening prayer of Good Friday begins with Psalm 69. Psalm 69 is found on page 447 of the Book of Common Prayer. Page 447. We'll say the Psalms in unison. Save me, O God, for the waters are coming even unto my soul. I stick fast in the deep mire where no ground is. I am come into deep waters so that the floods run over me. I am weary of crying, my throat is dry. My sight faileth me for waiting so long upon my God. They that hate me without a cause are more than the hairs of my head. They that are mine enemies and would destroy me guiltless are mighty. I paid them the things that I never took. God, thou knowest my simpleness, and my faults are not hid from thee. Let not them that trust in thee, O Lord God of hosts, be ashamed for my cause. Let not those that seek thee be confounded through me, O Lord God of Israel. And why, for thy sake have I suffered reproof, shame hath covered my face. I am become a stranger unto my brethren, even an alien unto my mother's children. For the zeal of thine house hath even eaten me, and the rebukes of them that rebuke thee are fallen upon me. I wept and chastened myself with fasting, and that was turned to my reproof. I put on sackcloth also, and they jested upon me. They that sit in the gate speak against me, and the drunkards make songs upon me. But, Lord, I make my prayer unto thee in an acceptable time. Hear me, O God, in the multitude of thy mercy, even in the truth of thy salvation. Take me out of the mire that I sink not. O let me be delivered from them that hate me and out of the deep waters. Let not the water flood drown me, neither let the deep swallow me up. And let not the pit shut her mouth upon me. Hear me, O Lord, for thy loving kindness is comfortable. Turn thee unto me according to the multitude of thy mercies. And hide not thy face from thy servant, for I am in trouble. O haste thee and hear me. Draw nigh unto my soul and save it. O deliver me because of mine enemies. Thou hast known my reproof, my shame, and my dishonor. Mine adversaries are all in thy sight. Thy rebuke hath broken my heart. I am full of heaviness. I looked for some to have pity on me, but there was no man, neither found I any to comfort me. They gave me gall to eat, and when I was thirsty they gave me vinegar to drink. Let their table be made a snare to take themselves withal, and let the things that should have been for their wealth be unto them an occasion of falling. Let their eyes be blinded that they see not, and ever bow thou down their backs. Pour out thine indignation upon them, and let thy wrathful displeasure take hold of them. Let their habitation be void, and no man to dwell in their tents. For they persecute him whom thou hast smitten, and they talk how they may vex them whom thou hast wounded. Let them fall from one wickedness to another, and not come into thy righteousness. Let them be wiped out of the book of the living, and not be written among the righteous. As for me, when I am poor and in heaviness, Thy help, O God, shall lift me up. I will praise the name of God with a song and magnify it with thanksgiving. This also shall please the Lord better than a bullock that hath horns and hoofs. The humble shall consider this and be glad. Seek ye after God and your soul shall live. For the Lord heareth the poor and despiseth not his prisoners. Let heaven and earth praise him, the sea and all that moveth therein. For God will save Sion and build the cities of Judah, that men may dwell there and have it in possession. Thy posterity also of a servant shall inherit it, and they that love his name shall dwell therein. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The Psalter continues with Psalm 88, found on page 476 of the Book of Common Prayer. We'll say the psalm in unison, page 476. O Lord God of my salvation, I have cried day and night before thee. O let my prayer enter into thy presence, incline thine ear unto my calling. For my soul is full of trouble, and my life draweth nigh unto hell. I am counted as one of them that go down into the pit, and I have been even as a man that hath no strength, free among the dead like unto them that are wounded and lie in the grave, who are out of remembrance and are cut away from thy hand. Thou hast laid me in the lowest pit, in a place of darkness and in the deep. Thine indignation lieth hard upon me, and thou hast vexed me with all thy storms. Thou hast put away mine acquaintance far from me, and made me to be a horde of them. I am so fast in prison that I cannot get forth. My sight faileth for very trouble. Lord, I have called daily upon thee. I have stretched forth my hands unto thee. Dost thou show wonders among the dead? Or shall the dead rise up again and praise thee? Shall thy loving kindness be showed in the grave? O thy faithfulness in destruction shall thy wondrous works be known in the dark, and thy righteousness in the land where all things are forgotten. Unto thee have I cried, O Lord, and early shall my prayer come before thee. Lord, why abhorrest thou my soul, and hidest thou thy face from me? I am in misery and like unto him that is at the point to die. Even from my youth up, thy terrors have I suffered with a troubled mind. Thy wrathful displeasure goeth over me, and the fear of thee hath undone me. They came round about me daily like water, and compassed me together on every side. My lovers and friends hast thou put away from me, and hid mine acquaintance out of my sight. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 53rd chapter of the book of the prophet Isaiah. Who hath believed our report, and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant, and as a root out of a dry ground. He hath no form nor comeliness, and when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief, and we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we esteemed him not. and the Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed, and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He is brought as a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before her shearers is dumb, so he openeth not his mouth. He was taken from prison and from judgment, and who shall declare his generation? For he was cut off out of the land of the living, for the transgression of my people was he stricken. And he made his grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death, because he had done no violence, neither was any deceit in his mouth. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He hath put him to grief. When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed, he shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. He shall see of the travail of his soul, and shall be satisfied. By his knowledge shall my righteous servant justify many, for he shall bear their iniquities. Therefore will I divide him a portion with the great, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong, because he hath poured out his soul unto death. And he was numbered with the transgressors, and he bare the sin of many. And made intercession for the transgressors. We run at the first lesson. The Magnificat. On page twenty-one. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God, my Saviour. For he hath regarded the loneliness of his hand For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me and all holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He shall shown strength with his own. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath been his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Second chapter of the first epistle general of Peter. Wherefore laying aside all malice and all guile and hypocrisies and envies and all evil speakings, as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word, that ye may grow thereby. If so be ye have tasted that the Lord is gracious, to whom coming as unto a living stone, disallowed indeed of men, but chosen of God and precious. Ye also, as lively stones, are built up a spiritual house and holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. Wherefore also it is contained in the Scripture, Behold, I lay in Sion a chief cornerstone, elect, precious, and he that believeth on him shall not be confounded. Unto you, therefore, which believe, he is precious. But unto them which be disobedient, the stone which the builders disallowed, the same is made the head of the corner. And a stone of stumbling, and a rock of offense, even to them which stumble at the word, being disobedient, whereunto also they were appointed. But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation, a peculiar people, that he should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, which in time past were not a people, but are now the people of God, which had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. Dearly beloved, I beseech you as strangers and pilgrims, abstain from fleshly lusts which war against the soul, having your conversation honest among the Gentiles, that, whereas they speak against you as evildoers, they may by your good works, which they shall behold, glorify God in the day of visitation. Submit yourselves to every ordinance of man for the Lord's sake, whether it be to the king as supreme, or unto governors as unto them that are sent by him. For the punishment of evildoers doers and for the praise of them that do well. For so is the will of God, that with well-doing He may put to silence the ignorance of foolish men, as free, and not using your liberty for a cloak of maliciousness, but as the servants of God. Honor all men, love the brotherhood, fear God, honor the King. Servants, be subject to your masters with all fear, not only to the good and gentle, but also to the forward. For this is thankworthy, if a man for conscience toward God endure grief, suffering wrongfully. For what glory is it, if when ye be buffeted for your faults, ye shall take it patiently? But if, when ye do well and suffer for it, ye take it patiently, this is acceptable with God. For even hereunto were ye called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that ye should follow his steps. Who did no sin, neither was guile found in his mouth. Who, when he was reviled, reviled not again. When he suffered, he threatened not, but committed himself to him that judgeth righteously. Who his own self bare our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, being dead to sins, should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes ye were healed, for ye were as sheep going astray, but are now returned unto the Shepherd and Bishop of your souls. He read at the second lesson, the Nuptium on page twenty-two. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to light in the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, without a hand, amen. on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us and grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the lab rule, and mercifully hear us when we call upon thee into thy ministers with righteousness, and make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people and bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, because there is none other that fighteth for us, but only thou, O God. O God, make clean our hearts within us, and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. First college for Good Friday. Almighty God, we beseech thee graciously to behold this thy family, for which our Lord Jesus Christ was contented to be betrayed and given up into the hands of wicked men to suffer death upon the cross, who now liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost, ever one God, world without end. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels and all just works do proceed, The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Amen. Leave me in verses three through five of Hymn four hundred and fifteen when the son of Light and love upon my way, for I'm the cross the radiance streaming and new lustre to the day. Pain and blessing, pain and pleasure by the cross are sanctified. Peace is there that knows no